Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Manic Candace podcast. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. Whenever and wherever you are listening, my friends. What did I say since last episode? That in a week's time, another bank's going to fail. Signature Bank failed. First Republic Capital or First Republic... All of a sudden, I don't know the bank's name, Republic Bank was on the verge of getting failed and taken over by the FDIC, but they were saved by a $30 billion loan from God knows where. Even with that loan save, um, Investors are still wary, Bank, like shareholders and customers are still wary, and the stock price has been unstable. Right now, it's sitting at about $12.50 for First Republic Bank, um, and that is pretty unstable. Tomorrow, it could be back up to $18, and the next day, it could go back down to $10. It's very unstable. Um, the market is being manipulated, and what I mean by that is... The market is being fed lies. Um, It's being propped up with numbers that are artificial. And I know I sound crazy, but let me explain. In the last week, we've seen so many attempts by the mainstream media. And when I say mainstream media, I mean Trump and the White House and all of the billionaires who own the media companies. They've all been conspiring together to try to distract us from the market conditions. We're in a fucking recession. The feds have raised the rate to 5%. So every dollar that's borrowed, you owe an extra 5 cents. So that is like a negative impact on the financial sector and the banking sector. Because for the longest time, they've been able to borrow money from the federal government at 0% interest. Now, before we get into... The rest of the shit, I just want to say thank you for listening to my podcast. Thank you for sharing. We are in Saudi Arabia. I didn't think that was possible, but here we are. Um, This episode, we're going to talk about the recession that is now here. We're also going to talk about the artificial arrest of former President Trump and presidential candidate Trump. Um, We're going to talk about the god-awful, embarrassing, hypocritical on part of our Congress hearing with the CEO of TikTok, Mr. Chu. Mr. Chu, I apologize on behalf of the American people that you had to go through a seven-hour hearing with the most ridiculous assholes this world has ever seen. These motherfuckers are responsible for 9-11. They're responsible for like the war, every war in the past 30, 45 years, the war on drugs, like the the crisis at the border, they're responsible for everything. Everything goes through Congress, like everything. And these are like these Congress members, they are shareholders of some of the biggest companies in the world. And one of those companies is your competitor, Meta. Meta, as we all know, is run by Mark Zuckerberg, who, by the way, is the real culprit here. He has been lobbying And what that means, he's been hiring lawyers to go testify in Congress saying that TikTok is a problem. TikTok is a national security threat. 
TikTok is spying on our citizens, and that cannot be further from the truth. You want to know who's spying on us? It's the banks. And I'm going to tell you all about it in this episode. But yeah, Mark Zuckerberg, he is like the biggest angry troll out there. He hired lobbyists. These are very experienced lawyers who play semantics and trick you. That's what they're hired to do. So he also hired a political public relations firm to plant stories in journalists' heads to make them publish articles that were misled. And all of a sudden we have a bill, supposedly, like no one can find this bill online, which is weird. And um, so the phantom bill that caused a hearing in Congress today was proposed so that the U.S. could ban TikTok, essentially, not only off of U.S. federal government devices, but off of the devices of every American. Almost half of all Americans use TikTok for at least 90 minutes a day. Okay, Facebook never had that kind of usage, never had that kind of like base at all that's why they bought instagram that's why they tried to turn meta into the metaverse and have us all hooked up to vrs which was never going to happen because they don't pay us enough so mark zuckerberg cannot compete with the tiktok algorithm i don't know if you noticed but instagram is fucking dead it's been dead for a long time if you think you're gonna come up off instagram you are fucking delusional it's all about tiktok tiktok doesn't gatekeep going viral tiktok doesn't care if you have a big booty big titties you know facetune face like it doesn't care it'll promote you if your content is good it's about keeping people hooked on the app it's not about changing the beauty standards it's not about making people feel insecure about themselves and if you think about instagram instagram is one big cultural cultural like propaganda machine i fell victim to instagram i want i was this close to getting a bbl it's because these images are constantly pushed by us in their algorithm their algorithm sucks and they were feeding off of our insecurity for so long and then this app came along called tiktok and just because it's owned by another government like it doesn't make it malicious and that's the story that was painted around the congress hearing today our members of congress are some of the most petty vicious theatrical motherfuckers i have ever seen i have never been more embarrassed to be a United States citizen. I've never been more embarrassed after what I saw today. I've never been more fucking embarrassed and ashamed and angry and appalled. Our Congress has never had this much smoke for Mark Zuckerberg, for the guy who did made Twitter, for the guy who made Snapchat. He never had this much fucking smoke. But for Mr. Chu... CEO of TikTok, Xiaoji Chu, Mr. Chu, they treated him with the utmost disrespect. It is so embarrassing and it's very telling to their character as members of Congress. Like just the hypocrisy. I heard so much shit and I heard so much stupid shit. Like, oh, we're so concerned about our children. Since when? You're the same Congress who let Adderall be prescribed Not by doctors, but by recommendations of teachers, okay? People who are not medical professionals, people who just wanted their job easier. It was so easy to push literal meth, clean. I like to call Adderall clean meth. It's meth, like we don't even know how it's made, but it's packaged to us nicely, right? 
and they want to start a war on drugs. So it, it's 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 so um, it, it's it's very hypocritical. And like it, this is the same Congress that let Dr. Anthony Fauci on the team, and COVID happened, and that was a whole sham. That was a whole lie. This is the same Congress that allowed the FBI and the and the CIA to run psyops on us through Twitter. This is the same Congress. Okay. That voted for the war on Ukraine. This is the same Congress that approves the budget to send over. We're like at 150, 160 billion dollars to Ukraine. Oh, by the way, this week alone, we sent 20 million dollars to Ukraine. 20 billion. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I, I, I like what like is money even real anymore? Is the U.S. dollar even anything? And that's another thing we'll talk about later on is just the devalue of our daughter, daughter, dollar, the devaluation of our dollar. Our dollar is no longer being traded in Russia. You know what's being traded? The Chinese yuan. We've already lost the war in my eyes. Um. So I was watching the hearing um, all day from 7 a.m. to about I had a I had a stupid meeting today. So I missed the last two hours, but I was watching it for four hours. And it, I really applaud Mr. Chu, the CEO of TikTok, because that was not an easy hearing to go through. And any American company owner, especially a social media company, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, would absolutely be crushed in that hot seat. That was the definition of a hot seat. And again, Mr. Chu, I apologize that you had to go through that. Um, the members of Congress were cherry-picking very small issues and throwing it in his face. They were asking him questions like, do you know how many kids died? Off the TikTok challenges. I'm like, what What challenges did they die from? Licking ice cream? Licking the toilet? Eating a Tide Pod? And and they were, they were asking him, like, do you think it's appropriate for your children to be on TikTok? How old are your kids? And, da, 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 da. and they were just throwing stones at him and hiding their hands. And this one, I don't know if she wants to be a member of Congress or if she wants to be a pediatrician, but she reminded us every five seconds that she was a fucking pediatrician. So she said, uh, Mr. Chu, I'm a pediatrician. Uh, I'm very concerned about the mental health of our children. And, da, 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 da. and um, she's like, my daughter has developed depression because she's comparing herself to other people. And Mr. Chu is like, Poor Mr. Chu, like, he could have easily been like, bitch, why the fuck do you allow your child to be on TikTok? And, um, you know, it's really that simple. A lot of these issues that members of Congress brought up were tied to their own children. And it's like, girl, fuck them kids and fuck you too. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't care about children of congress i don't care about their children and obviously they don't care about their own children if they're allowing them to use an app that according to them is a national security threat and a threat to their children's lives and a threat to their children's mental health and mental well-being apparently they allow the children to run the house um apparently like aren't okay i'm sorry like if you are the parent of a teenager of a child and they're on tiktok whose fault is that you're the one who gave them the phone you're the one who gave who's paying the bill 
You're the one giving them access to the internet. Since when do fucking kids get to make decisions? Especially if your parent is in Congress. Like, that, is, that does not even make sense to me. Let me play you what some of the questioning just i just want you to listen to the tone of these members of congress because it is so fucking rude it's just so rude uncalled for and i and like I, again i apologize mr chair listen to this how do you determine what age they are then um we rely on age gating as our key age assurance age gating which is when you ask the user what age they are we have also developed some tools where we look at their public profile um, to go through the videos that they post to see whether... Well, that's creepy. Tell me more about that. It's public. So if you post a video, that's, you choose that video to go public, that's how you get people to see your video. We look at those to see if you, it matches up the age that you talked about. Now, this is a real challenge for our industry because privacy versus age assurance is a really big problem. Look, look, you keep talking about the industry. We're talking about TikTok. You keep talking about the industry. We're talking about TikTok here. We're talking about children dying. Do you know how many children have died because of this? Do you have any idea? Can you tell me? Uh, Congressman, again, it's heartbreaking. Can you tell me if how many children in America have died because of challenges like this? The majority of pe- people who use our platform use it for positive experiences. They I, are, I, that's not what I ask you. I ask you, tell me the number of children, of U.S. children who have died because of these challenges. Congressman, uh, again, the... Majority of majority of people who come on our platform get a good I'm experience. I'm not talking about the majority of children. I want to know a number. Dangerous challenges are not allowed on our platform. If we find them, we will remove them. We take this very seriously. Obviously, you found one today and you removed it. We had to bring it to your attention, and I know I'm out of time. Thank you for being here. Welcome again to the most bipartisan committee in Congress. Fucking fucking honky. Listen to this. Listen to this. And this is a yes or no question. Does TikTok track users' individual keystrokes? Only for security purposes, for like, for example, like detecting bots, but we don't monitor what users say. So the only purpose that you would monitor keystrokes is for security purposes. I can get back to you on more specifics, but this is not unlike what many other companies in the industry does. So the keystroke monitoring does not go beyond what common industry practice in comparison to platforms like Facebook or Instagram use? Yes, I, yes, I believe so. Okay. Um, and does TikTok keep records of users' credit cards and passwords? I'm not aware of that. You, you don't need that to log in. Of course, I can get back to you on specifics if you make a transaction on an e-commerce platform. But regardless, all that U.S. data will be stored within the Project Texas firewall. Um, you know, uh, within the Oracle Cloud infrastructure and overseen by American personnel. So you would store credit card and password information? Uh, I, I need to check on the specifics. We are launching a well, pilot e-commerce plan, and we're making sure that that data is very secure within the Oracle Cloud infrastructure. I think you've made a point of saying that uh, your platform is not different than other platforms on social media uh, and therefore are no more responsible than Facebook or Instagram or or Twitter, or the other social media platforms. The concern, however, comes with where the technology is generated and whom it is owned by. And in the case of other companies, it is generated in the U.S., under U.S. guidelines, under U.S. privacy laws, with with certain parameters versus uh, generated through a parent company, ByteBands, which 
as we know, is, um, is susceptible to the laws of the Chinese Communist Party, which has access to all of that uh, data and information. Um, and I understand that uh, TikTok has just reinstated Enos Cantor's account um, uh, recently. Uh, so our concern and the question I have for you is, why would China or the Chinese Communist Party be opposed to a forced sell of TikTok? I cannot speak on behalf of the Chinese government. I can say that we designed Project Texas to take it forward here in the United States. And we, again, in the, I believe it offers unprecedented um, protection for U.S. user data. Yeah, I think the problem is when there is a lack of transparency, then that leads people to believe that there's something more nefarious and that there is, in fact, data that is, is captured, is stored, and poses a risk not only to children in the United States, uh, but also poses a risk national security. With that, I yield the rest of my time uh, to my colleague, Jay Obernolte. I uh, thank the gentlelady from Iowa for yielding. Uh, Mr. Chu, I'd like to continue our discussion about Project Texas and the technical details about what you're proposing to do. So uh, you are migrating all storage of U.S. user data to the Oracle Cloud infrastructure, uh, and you think that that'll be done by the end of the year. Was that right? Um, again, I can get back to you on the technical, um, the technical parts of it. The, the migration today by default, all U.S. new U.S. data is stored okay, by default. Right? Sir, I'm just using what you said in your testimony in your opening here. Uh, so, it, it is stored there by default. What, okay. I, what I said in my testimony is I'm deleting legacy data. This I is see. Virginia okay. and Singapore. That's so the difference. Who, when this migration is complete, who will have access to that data? Uh, right now, a team called TikTok U.S. Data Security, US led by American personnel, uh -huh. we have access to that. We have began this uh, operations already. Okay, but the app itself has access to the data, correct? Um, only through them. You know, any employees that have the data... Uh, well, no, what them. I mean is, like, if I use, lose my iPhone and I reinstall the app and I put in my username and password, my app will reconnect to the mothership and download some of that data. My setting. Uh, that's that's, that's not the way it works, no. Uh, that's not the way it works. It, it will go through the Oracle Cloud infrastructure and that team that no, looks no. after this. Yes, I realize that. So uh, let me ask you this. What would prevent then someone with detailed technical knowledge of the way the app is constructed from creating an almost identical version of the app that could also access that data? Yeah, that's what we are giving you third party. Okay, okay, okay. So after listening to that, I just want you guys to really take... Um, inventory and notice of this, the tone and how uh, the woman said this is a yes or no question. That phrase, this is a yes or no question, was repeated over and over again with every question asked. And there was so much, guys, I'm sorry, I have no more clips. It's just there were seven hours of questioning. And it was it was ridiculous. Like they they cut him off. They wouldn't let him like fully explain them himself they'd be like i'm yielding my time i'm reclaiming my time i'm i'm just like shut the fuck up you have bigger things to worry about than an app and so not only is this app created because Think about it. These members of Congress, they have a lot of shares in Meta, the company that Mark Zuckerberg runs and the company that runs Facebook and Instagram. The members of Congress, they have a special interest in banning TikTok because 
the reason for this is that the money that Meta is used to making by selling all of our data is not as good as the data that TikTok potentially has and potentially is selling. Now, the Congress opened up by asking Mr. Chu, do you sell American user data to the Chinese Communist Party? And he said no. And the member of Congress who asked that question was like, may I remind you that it's a federal offense to lie to Congress? And in my head, I'm like, may I remind you he's not an American citizen? So I I, I literally was just like, this like who does who does she think she is? Like I know who she thinks she is, but like this, this, the leaders of this country really believe that they run the world. It's really fucking stupid. Um, so Meta is not able to compete by like when's the last time you spent hours all day on Instagram? laughing sharing commenting almost every video that i see on tiktok i'm commenting laughing emojis nothing on tiktok is authentic nothing on tiktok is funny like the algorithm only rewards you if you are a celebrity if you paid them or if you look a certain way and that's just not realistic and it's boring and it's tired i'm tired of it like i'm so tired of instagram i can give a fuck about my art career on instagram i can give a fuck i could give a fuck about it Because that's how stupid the platform has gotten. So Meta cannot keep people on Facebook, cannot keep people on Instagram. And it's it's causing them to lose money. So if Mark Zuckerberg can't make money, then that means his shareholders, the people in Congress, can't make money. You see where I'm you see where I'm getting at? It's all about money. It's never about the safety of the children. It was never about the mental health, the well-being of any or anybody. It was never about that. It's about Meta not being able to maximize the shareholder profits. The shareholders are members of Congress. Okay. Now that we got that out of the way. <sighs> Just, let's just look at the hypocrisy and in, in everything that is going on. All of our devices, all of our cleaning supplies, all of our medicine, all of our medical, like every everything in your house, everything in my house, everything I'm looking at in the studio is and was made in China. If China wanted to spy on us, they could have done it a long time ago. They don't need an app. Okay? They don't need TikTok user data. They made all Apple products. Who's to say China doesn't have access to all our phones? Who's to say that? Who's to say China is not looking at me through my webcam right now? How how am I supposed to know? How is Congress supposed to know? You guys, all of our cameras, all of our, 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 like, like, everything, all those Dell computers, like, er, made in China. So you can miss me with this whole, oh, this app is a threat to national security. And I find it interesting that people are really mad at Congress. I mean, I am included, but, like, didn't Trump want to ban TikTok as well while he was a, while he was a president? And let me segue 
into um, President Trump in a little bit, or former President Trump, presidential candidate for 2024, Trump. But I want to talk about my former job at this company called Anti-Money Laundering, AML Right Source. This company provided contractors to financial institutions and institutions that provided financial services but weren't technically a bank, like Facebook, um, to provide assistance to their customer due diligence team called CDD and EDD, um, Enhanced Due Diligence Departments, in these institutions to go through alerts. And these alerts were... Things that the algorithm flagged as suspicious activity or potential suspicious activity. So I got hired to this company called AML Right Source and I got put on a project at USAA Bank. Okay, I live in Arizona and I live in North Phoenix. In North Phoenix, off of Happy Valley Road, or like between Happy Valley Road and Joe Max Road is... USAA bank headquarters and USAA is a bank that is serving only military members and like president members and uh, I was a contractor I had access to members accounts and when I say members they're not citizens you can't be a regular citizen and get a bank account at USAA you have to be a member of the military any rank like, you have to be, like, a, a politician. So, um, USAA Bank referred to any high-profile people as politically exposed persons or a pep. Um, tell me why I had access to Buzz Aldrin's account for one alert. I had access to Michael J. Cohen, who's the former a head of national security advisor to President Trump, former President Trump. I had access to his account after he got indicted and supposedly had to hand over money to the federal government. He had a lot of money in that account, so bullshit, okay? Um, I had access to um, people's transactions, every single transaction that they made ever. All I had to do was... Uh, download something off of their account. I was given an Excel spreadsheet. I would make a pivot table off of that Excel spreadsheet to show me certain data because I was looking for monetary transactions that were out of the norm. And what does that mean? Are you spending too much cash somewhere? Are you withdrawing or depositing cash a little too much in a certain area? And I was encouraged to look the other way when it came to members of our military going to Southeast Asia and withdrawing a lot of cash. What were they doing in the Philippines? What were they doing in Taiwan? What were they doing in Singapore and Vietnam? I know a lot of sex tourism, child sex tourism goes down in Southeast Asia and these motherfuckers were taking out cash. I mean, thousands of dollars of cash. And then... You wouldn't see any transactions for a little bit. And then the next transaction is them at the airport getting snacks and going back to the U.S. I saw this a lot. And it's not a far stretch considering what Epstein has done and his clients have done, who are members of Congress, who are law- lawyers, professors, like all this, all this shit. Another, like, when I say that I had access to these people's transactions, I mean, everything they bought, if they went to... 
um, the gas station, how much they spent at the gas station, what time they went to the gas station, what state they went to the gas station in, what city. I could see everything. Uh, I could see how much money was in their account. I could see the beneficiaries of their account. I could see their wife, every loan they've taken out, every check they've written to the IRS, every check written to them. I could look it up. It's all in a database and all the banks have it. And the reason why I'm telling you this now is because I no longer work there. So I don't care. But this was a couple years ago. But this is how people get spied on. And the policies that allow this to happen came as a result of 9-11. After 9-11, the National Security Act and the Patriot Act passed. And that allowed... The government, the federal government, to mandate all financial institutions to run customer due diligence on everyone that is trading money with them. And get this, I found out that some financial institutions can get a special exemption from these regulations. It's stupid. It's stupid. It, this whole thing is fucking rigged. This whole financial system is rigged from from the... From the day you go to school and you realize, oh, I'm not being taught anything to the first time you have to file taxes and you're just fucking clueless. You're just fucking clueless. There's a reason. There's a reason why you have to be a certain color. Your last name has to be a certain religion. Jew. Like, there's a reason why you have to be a certain demographic to know anything about how the American financial system and the stock market, how all that, how, how all that works, what the Dow Jones means, what the S&P 500 is, you know, what it like, what all of that means. There's a reason for that. If too many people were informed and were able to make, you know, quote unquote guesses on the stock market and, and win big. Let me tell you something. This stock market is an illusion. It's a puppet show. It's a big puppet show. These members of Congress, they pass laws and they tell their banker friends who tell their shareholders who are owners of the companies, who tell their friends, who are fellow billionaires, and they're all in the golf club sharing this information and they trade. They trade after market hours when the prices settle. They, 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 they pump and dump on a lot of things, if you haven't noticed. And it's all falling apart. It really is. Uh, uh, the crash of Silicon Valley Bank had an effect globally and is still having an effect globally. You got to realize that a lot of the world depends on our dollar for trading. They depend on it being strong. Our dollar is not strong. It's no longer backed by gold. Where is the gold? Where is the gold? Our gold has been sold off. And I don't know if you guys remember, we have a debt to China that is in the trillions. The last time I checked, it was like 21 trillion or like something, like maybe even higher. You guys, what happens when you can't pay your bill, when you can't pay your credit card bills here? They start taking your shit. What happens when China wants to start charging late fees? What happens when China is like, okay, you haven't been paying us? We haven't paid China in like 20 years, okay? We have not paid a single dime. What happens when they want to come collect? Not with, I mean, not only are they going to take everything, 
but they're going to make us work for them. <laughs> I saw a picture of a Chinese soldier and a gun. China ships a whole bunch of ships of weapons to Russia. They're trading oil and Chinese yuan. That little stunt that the United States did by blowing up the gas pipeline that led from Russia to Europe, like, that was cute, but that didn't work. Putting sanctions on Russia saying they can't trade oil with NATO countries, like, that was cute. Didn't work. They went to Saudi Arabia. They went to India. They went to fucking um, China. They said, hey, do you guys want some cheaper oil? They're like, yeah, dude. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We have the same enemy for sure. And they've been strong. Their economy's been strong. All of this bullshit like, oh, Ukraine is advancing on certain territories that Russia taken over. Ukraine. No, no, they're not. If they were advancing, why are they requesting more aid? Why are they burning through billion dollars a day? It seems like they're burning through. A, they're burning a billion dollars every three and a half days. That is insane. That is fucking insane. Like that tells me that they're losing. Okay. The U.S. wants to ban TikTok ultimately so that we as Americans cannot organize. And it's really sad that it's taking the ban of our favorite social media app for us to be like, okay, we're rioting. Okay, we need to act like the French. Uh, By the way, the French people, I am so proud of y'all. I'm so proud of y'all. Like, There's no more gas for people to drive anywhere because the workers are no longer working they refuse to work because macron the french prime minister whatever you want to call him he raised the pension age from 65 to like 67 or something like that and people were pissed people were pissed pissed and i i believe the rally is still, I mean, the protests and the riots are still going on. They are setting shit on fire. Like, it's on fire. There's trash piled up on the, in the streets. It's insane. It's beautiful to see. Uganda passed a law that you can't be gay. And, of course, our media is covering that instead of the train development, instead of um, Mark Zuckerberg like paying a PR service to plant false information about TikTok instead of the war with us in Russia and China and Mexico and Iran and Saudi Arabia. They rather report on Uganda exercising its rights as a country to do whatever the fuck it wants. Like, it, it's, it's stupid. It's so stupid. Like, I don't think America realizes that our liberalness and, like, our way of life is a threat to other people's ways of ways of life a lot of people had like their you know we may not agree with uganda as a country with banning gay people but it's bigger than that they see sexual liberation as a bad thing and we need to stop imposing our views on everybody remember when christianity was brought to this country or when christianity was posed upon you like no one really likes that you know, it's time for America to be put in its place, honestly. I really I really don't care. And it is because I'm Native American and black. Like, this country can go to hell for what they did to me. Um, but I, 
I'm just so sick of the fake hypocrisy. I'm so sick of the selective outrage. And I'm really fucking sick of the manipulation. Did these people think for a second in the age of ChatGPT5 that we were going to believe those images of former President Trump supposedly getting arrested in New York? Are you fucking kidding me? Let me tell you something. I have a criminology degree and my mother is a federal officer. No one knows when they're getting indicted. No one knows when they're getting arrested. That's the point of an investigation. That's the point of element of surprise. Like that, that, that is the whole point. So when he's coming out saying, oh, I'm getting arrested. Like who, who, who? You guys, I'm not taking any sides, okay? But I will tell you straight up, this guy is just as bad as Biden. This guy, like, a house divided against itself cannot stand. So if Republicans and Democrats were really divided, then why are they standing together in the White House? It's because they are shareholders. That is the one thing that trumps everything, no pun intended, is the money, is their stocks, is their dividends. And like, that is the only thing that matters. So with the banking system crashing right before our eyes, they're trying to appease us so we don't do a bank run on everybody's ass so we can keep spending. That's why they're throwing the Secretary of Treasury in our face on Sunday night telling us, oh, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's okay. It's not. It's not. So you're telling me that a criminal who's under investigation is hip to his arrest. And it's going to announce his arrest? I'm sorry. If I was a criminal and I knew I was going to get arrested, I would fucking um, hide. I'd go to another country. Like I'd be like, oh my God, I'm getting arrested. I wouldn't go tell the world, hey, I'm about to get arrested. So recognize game. Recognize when shit is being like when, when someone's trying to trick you and manipulate you. He's trying to manipulate people. He's like, and, and I don't know who made these photos with Chad GPT and allow, like Elon, but like I... They look so ridiculous. They look like even in one of the photos, Trump has a third leg. No pun intended. Like I, I, I don't like. Do they think we're stupid? Yeah, they do. We may be stupid, but we're not that stupid. Like I, 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 I really think they thought that those deep fakes of Trump getting arrested were going to work. It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. And Trump strategically called for riots if he got arrested. I have followers in New York and they're like, he's not arrested. But I knew from those images that it was Chad GPT. I, I just knew. And, and then all of a sudden, like during the day he was supposed to get arrested, it was announced by the um, attorney general that, oh, possible indictment next week. Since when do people announce a possible date of an arrest? When we're going to get El Chapo, do we tell Mexico, hey, we're going to be there next week on Friday at 6 a.m. See you there. Make sure. No. When someone's a flight risk, that is determined. Far ahead of, like, you, like, depending on what type of criminal, like, depending on your risk of, of fleeing the country and fleeing arrest, they'll, they, the, the police, the federal government, they might give you uh, a data surrender, like, hey, you know, you're, you're, you need to surrender to custody on this day and this time. But if they believe you're a flight risk, they won't tell you shit. They'll just come and get your ass with a warrant that they'll they'll let you read later after arresting your ass. Like this is not this is not real.
this is not real. I'm telling you that as someone with a criminology degree and someone with a mother in the federal government who's been there for the past 27 years, I'm telling you the truth. This arrest, this supposed indictment, it's not going to happen. It's fake. It's used to distract you from the fact that the economy is in a recession. This is market manipulation at its finest. And that's all I got for tonight, this morning, this evening, this afternoon. Thank you for listening. Please share with your friends, family, and your followers if you appreciated this episode. If there's another episode that you listen to and you like that episode, please share with your friends, family, and followers. I ask you to stick around and browse episodes of the Man of Canada's podcast. Listen to something that you like. My personal favorite is Sex in the City. I talk about my trip to New York City on spring break when I was 20 years old. I brought drugs on the plane. I had sex with two different guys in a day. And I had the time of my life. Um, yeah. Thank you, Mom, for putting me a block away from Times Square. I appreciate that. I love you. You are the best mother in the world. And um, this is Candace with the Man and Candace podcast. I bid you adieu. Bye-bye.